flying in the ozone. I'm an icon, cut the lights on. It's showtime, shine the lights on me. Go time, and we don't grind lonely. Shine bright, that's what the lights told me. So I take what's mine and I rise slowly. I ain't got no time for no right moments. So I take what's mine, shine the lights on me. Hello, everybody. Live from a beautiful day in Los Angeles. Fresh into Koreatown, it is the Ozone. I am your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother, Terry the Contrarian. <laughs> yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get it on. We got a special guest today, the WBC green belt holder, the welterweight champion of the world, Mr. Sean Porter. is going to be stepping in any minute now. But in the interim, we're going to get started and speak about our favorite thing, a game so fine it's played on diamonds. Let's talk about the Major League Baseball season that is starting to shape up. You now, think? Yeah, I think it's starting to shape up because Why? because I have Shohei Otani on my bench, and he, they said he's, <laughs> they said he's about to start hitting off a live pitch. <laughs> so so it's shaping up for, my, for you, <laughs> for you, for you. My team is about to shape up. Yeah, no, I, I think it's. Uh, I think things are rolling. You know, we got a lot of injuries. I don't understand. I don't think it's been that cold out. I don't know if these teams need to change their strength and conditioning coaches. I don't know what's going on. But there are a lot of teams with a lot of injuries. And, uh, I mean, the New York Yankees are at the top of the list. Yeah, they're beat. They are beat up. I I hate to see Aaron Judge get hurt. He plays the game the right way. He plays the game hard. Uh, It is what it is, you know. And the injury that he has, it usually takes a long time to recover from. Oh, that oblique. Yeah. That Jermaine die. Yeah. Max Scherzer's fooling with that intercoastal. Man, I thought they only had that in Miami. <laughs> I didn't even know that you could get an intercoastal get property in another part of the, the country. It. They got it for you. You want one? No. No. I'm get good. it for I your got birthday. A, I got enough problems. That's <laughs> cool, dude. <laughs> At least I got until October to prepare. <laughs> no, yeah, we got a, we got a lot of injuries. Um, I have to be honest. I am very, very surprised that that 97-mile-per-hour fastball to Cody Bellinger's kneecap didn't take him out. Right? It sounded so loud. Oh, it looked so bad. It, it was just bad. And you got Blake Snell, like we talked about during the last podcast, busting his toe. I mean, this is just a bunch of freak stuff going on in the league. I had Max Kepler in my lineup, and I just dropped him because even though I think Max Kepler brings the baseball, Max Kepler had a mystery illness over the weekend, which kept him out. Thank God it didn't you know, impact my game. Man, Scott Kingery just pulled a hammy. We got hammies all over the place. What is going on? Hambo and Hambo. Where you been? <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, we got, a lot of, we got a lot of this kind of stuff going down. And... and t- Nate Valdi is looking like he's out from four to six weeks for a surgery. Got something floating around in his elbow. Ooh, Mike Trout just came back. Yeah, it's just, man, it's going down. It's going down. And it, what do you know? Jacob deGrom is, uh, is, is back, they're saying. He said yeah. he had a bullprint session and he's going to be back. I tell you, this kind of thing is always dangerous. It's always bad. I think you should hold him out probably for a, a month or so. Just because? Just because. Even if it doesn't hurt? Because, you know, this is always the prelude to saying that, oh, yeah, he strained his elbow. This is a flexor tendon. Now, next thing you know, Tommy John. But <laughs> next thing you know, Tommy John. Okay? Boom. Trust me on this <laughs> Trust one. me on this one. <laughs> I got him for everybody. You get a Tommy John. It's <laughs> Oprah's here giving out Tommy John surgeries. Well, I tell you what, they need him, and they need him to be him, like, desperately. Exactly, man. You lose him. If you lose him, for, you know, for a year. So he comes back again, yeah, it's over. Oh, the the great start that the Mets had is will be totally and completely about uh, how good can Pete Alonso be. It's almost there already. Now, the, the, Thor doesn't look the same. 
No, he doesn't. He got dug out yeah. uh, just yesterday by Again. the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah, I think his, uh, his ERA is what, about 4 or 5? Something like that. Yeah. He's running a 4 or 5 40. Yeah. I, it's just hard to imagine with somebody who has that sort of, you know, stuff. But he's either tipping his pitches or something's going on because guys are on him now. It is, doesn't seem like it, the flamethrower is not enough, and it doesn't seem like everything's biting. Or maybe he can't throw pitches for strikes in every count. I don't know what's going right, on. Right, I see him giving up a lot of walks. But what I do see from the New York Mets is offense, which is something we're not used to seeing. And once they get another injury victim, Yoan Assessment is back, I think that only enhances. But that'll be at the end of the year almost. Yeah. Robbie Cano got his hand hit yesterday. Did he? Did, are the x-rays back? Did you check him out? I don't know. I haven't checked him out. Oh, I thought I you know. might have looked at this I mean, to see if he had a, a, a nurse. Of <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you have you have that. I tell you, the best part about the Mets is Pete Alonso, and also I do like the Mets bullpen. The Mets bullpen, by and large, has stayed solid. They went out there and spent the money to get the best closer in baseball, and it means something. Uh, speaking of closers in baseball, <laughs> don't say it. Cody Bellinger's doing everything he can to prove us wrong about him, and I'll say this, folks, because you guys keep trying to come at me. Online. Hard. And the truth of the matter is, talk to me in October. I don't care if Cody Bellinger breaks the all-time single-season home run record. If he can't get me a single to the opposite way in the World Series, he's worthless. Yes, I said it. I don't. It's great for selling jerseys and blah, blah, blah. But what we've seen the last two years is come crunch time, he disappears and he gives me the softball swing. I hope it's not the case. He's young, so it's not like he can't bomb do it. Bomb a hater yesterday. Did good. Nice bomb. Yeah. Short swing. Stayed back on it. Did. High piece. They threw it too many times. Yeah. 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 Come it's on, like they, they didn't like the gas going. for some <laughs> yeah. reason. Hey, you can't keep on throwing sliders. Yeah. And it's they got hater twice now. Yeah. But what I was going to talk about with the closers, I mean, hater is one example, but I was going to talk about Kenley Jansen. I knew you were. Got to talk about the hometown guy. Kenley doesn't look like Kenley. The he looks like the guy which unfortunately seems to happen all the time, which is the same thing that's happened to Clayton Kershaw to a certain degree, is the guy who throws the cutter too often, mm-hmm. which turns into a slider, cutter, slurve, flat fastball mix. Well, I don't put it in the same category as Clayton Kershaw. Because- no, 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 no. Only only in the sense of losing velocity. Sorry, don't yeah. get it twisted. Yeah, yeah. Clayton Kershaw lost velocity because he's been a workhorse for the last 10, 11 years. Yeah, and also because he wasn't interested in throwing his 95, 96. Yeah. He, he, he threw really- it when he needed to, though. He's been the best pitcher of our era. But the problem he's is with Ken Lee is just that he's had injuries, he's had heart surgeries, and yeah. he just lost it. He lost velo. And even if you had a cutter, it doesn't have to be Mariano didn't throw his cutter 98 no. miles an hour. Not at the end. Yeah, you just need movement. Yeah. And he's not getting that movement. So basically you're just throwing up there a, um, a meat fastball. He Now he got uh, a clean save yesterday. I do believe that one was clean. Yesterday, no. Yesterday's wasn't clean. Thames went deep on him. That's when they uh, tied up the game. E. Thames. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. Really? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate to breath. I thought that was Saturday's game. Yesterday. Because he I, he had a problem on Saturday. He was in trouble as well. Every single time out is Rocky. Turned in Frankie Rodriguez. Man, it's, yeah, and I, I, you just can't do that. If you have one pitch, it's not that one pitch has to be on. And I wonder what the grumblings are with the Dodgers. I got they can't act like they don't notice this. I think they need to go down to the minor leagues. Maybe grab Craig Kimbrell. Why not grab Craig Kimbrell? Ooh, <laughs> tongue twister. Uh, you too. I heard nah, you, really you didn't hear nothing. Yes, I play did. it back. Let me hear it. <laughs> no problem, Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, why not Say grab five uh, times. Craig Kimbrell? That, that, I agree. But I can say this: guys are hitting the ball nowadays, Jack. The the, the ball seems like <laughs> juice. Things are. Right. I don't know what's going but on. But don't you know the bad averages are suffering? Yeah, 
Bombs. So you can hit the bombs. Life is given. Guys have always known that they can hit the bombs, but you have to suffer with the batting average. Something's got to go. It's very rare that you get high batting averages and a bunch of home runs. Yep. And how about Christian Yelich? Swinging a stick. Now he's giving you high average. And you can see that the work that he's done, because they spoke about it before the games that he played, about him going opposite field, and then he applies that during the game, which is crucial. It's crucial. And they also talked about how coachable he is. Yes. And the fact that they give him information and a game plan, and he and they put him in the maximum uh, percentage of, of of winning, yeah, in general in his at bats, and he and, does it himself he, because yeah. he takes pitches, he watches the pitches. You can watch his at bats; they're a work of art right now. Yeah, it's beautiful. He's giving you professional work, and he's the best hitter in baseball, literally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't front. Cody Bellinger's not far behind, but it, he's he's man, and he got robbed. Low key, Cody Bellinger robbed him of a, of another bomb. Yeah. Insane. And now that you're seeing a little bit of a skid coming from Tampa Bay, what's your stance? Tampa Bay got skid marks. They do. They got to <laughs> clean up the booty. Hey, everybody everybody gets skid marks every now and then. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Change your Goodbye. bridges, Tampa. Uh, hey, man, it's a long season. It's a very long Nobody's season. Nobody's above the law. At the very beginning of it. Yeah, I'm 0-3 in my fantasy. I, I do believe I'm going to be on the top. Are you end. out of it? No, of course not. No. Never. Who's your fantasy sleeper? Right now, Hunter Dozier. Freaking Dozier, dude. <laughs> Watch out for him. He just went deep again today. Speaking of Hunter, I got Hunter Renfro in my other league. And Playing I, games. And Hunter Renfro is giving me classic Hunter Renfro. Strikes out, hit a bomb. Hit, you take him out or you drop him, and then he hits like two or three bombs, and you pick him back up, and then he goes over. And they got him batting fourth. You're in the middle of a stud lineup. What can you do? Damn, Hunter. Help out the team, bro. They have too many outfielders. They're like the, the, the southern version of the Anaheim Angels. I'm not going to give them the Los Angeles Angels. Oh, you're cheating them. I the Los to. Angeles Angels of Anaheim, <laughs> who hopefully soon will be the Long Beach Angels, which would be awesome. You're awesome. Yeah, uh, you know, and your Houston Astros had mm-hmm. one of the more interesting games I've seen ever the other day. Really? They were which down 10-1 to 1 to the Rangers the other night and came all the way back. It's real. And couldn't get it done. It's real, though. Couldn't get it done. The Rangers are nice. The Rangers are probably, I would say, the surprise of the league. Yeah, they're above 500. What are they, 11 and 9 or something like that? Are they not in first place? Maybe not. They might be t- tied. Let's see. Yeah. If if so, it just happened because they were, they've been, oh no, they're down 12 and 8. 12 and 8. Seattle's still way up, even though Seattle's three for the last uh, 10, but they're still way up. Yeah. Texas is swinging it, which is something that you always knew that they could do, but right. now they actually are getting some decent pitching. And not defense. great. Yeah, good defense. Need defense. Got to have it. You got to have it. <laughs> you do. Just like Cowbell. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're looking at this situation. They're talking about the Braves trying to get Kimbrell back. I, it's just amazing. That should have been happening. That, that's uh, it's, a, it's, it's amazing. To I mean, me. and now, now he's bending. You yeah. heard that? Yeah. Now he's now saying, he's oh, no, I'm, not, I'm not against three years. I don't need it. It doesn't need to have to be five years. Because they, they blocked him out. They put on his blue blockers. Now he's trying to get back in the game. He's thirsty now because you don't want to hang it up when you can still play. It's the worst. Come on, man. They're squeezing him out. Squeezed him out. Just like the, the Rockies just squeezed me out because I put Kyle Freeland back in my lineup because he got dug out. Then I took him out. Then he dealt. So I put him back in. Now he's on the injured list. You're playing games. You just got to let him ride. Why? I mean, if I let him ride and be in the game like I did now, he's out of the game. But on Monday, after the fact. Who who was it that what website that let you know late? Every website let me know late because mm. they just let me know an hour ago. <laughs> What's his injury? 
he, he decided that it was better for him to miss one start and take care of a recurring left middle finger blister <laughs> than deal with it every start. This yeah, guy. Okay. So now what the rumor mill is is that they're bringing up Vlad tomorrow. It's not even the rumor anymore. It's supposed to be a done data. Right, so I'm just that's what I'm ready to get up here and start crushing the ball. They said that the whole organization is dependent on it. But Dante Bichette's son just broke his hand. Looks like it may be down in the minors, and he was probably the next thing smoking behind Vlad Jr. Uh, Bo Bichette. Yeah, but he just took a dose. To what a hand. great name, Bo Bichette. Why don't you change your name? It's awesome. Sounds like a Star Wars character. <laughs> I am Bo Bichette. <laughs> that didn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nah. no. Nah. That's what it sounded like <laughs> to me in my mind. Apparently, your <laughs> your reading can be different, but this is my we're gonna go another direction with this one. <laughs> yeah, oh, so many injuries. I was reading about Carlos Martinez. I got Michael Waka. It's man, it's it's really interesting to see what the clubs do at this point to make sure that they stay in it despite mm-hmm. all of the well, – This, like, this is like, where it comes down to managing. And it seems like the 10-day DL is really – the 10-day injured list is really a good thing. Yeah, it is. But you know what? It, the injuries are going to come down to managing. I was just speaking to somebody, which I, they shall remain nameless, but talking about Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone is not a – you know, he doesn't know how to manage his bullpen right already. And I don't know if Aaron Boone knows how to manage any portion <laughs> of the game properly. I can't think of one thing when you think of managers where and it think, just stands out, right? Yeah, I can't think of one portion where I'm like, oh, well, but he is good at – Yeah, I didn't know he – I don't know, and I would need to talk to some guys on the team, but do the players buy in? Do the players love Aaron Boone? I don't think that they would tell you that. What do you mean? They would definitely. Oh, I, they I mean, didn't buy in. They, yeah, but they wouldn't tell you in in the public. I'm saying they would tell a, me if a, I spoke to them in, in a, a private, private setting. Private, private setting. Yeah, behind closed doors, of course. <laughs> Candlelight. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that intimate. <laughs> it's not like I'm hanging out with Bo Bichette. <laughs> it's not like I'm hanging out with Bo or Dante. Dante Bichette. Wow. <laughs> Dante was a stud. <laughs> Dante strike out a lot. Give you a lot of bombs. A lot of a lot Colorado of bombs. bombs. Yeah. And oh, Dante can swing the stick, man. Yeah, a lot of Colorado bombs, though. No, but he was on the Angels for a little while, right? I don't remember Dante. He wasn't always on the Rockies. What team was he on before? And he swung the stick. He he could hit for average, too. They had a nice squad. He was just a stud. I think he might have been a little too tight. He was very tight. I think he was too much bench press. <laughs> Way too much bench yeah, press. Stayed, stayed in that iron paradise. He <laughs> hit <Him> in the <laughs> rock. <laughs> oh, nice. Six reps. <laughs> Cut it short. <laughs> yeah. usually, get, usually do 10, but, you know. Heavyweight. It yeah. was a heavyweight. Come what on, can man. you do? What can you do? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, baseball, you know, it's going down. It is what it is. Moving into the basketball playoffs, um, you know what? I actually think that it's becoming clearer and clearer to me that the Golden State Warriors are a better team without Boogie. And I, I spoke to someone who said that, the answer could have been, if Boogie was down with it, to have made Boogie the sixth man, which would have put less pressure on him to be incorporated into the main offense, and he could have ran the second-team offense right. and slowed the game down with mm-hmm. the young guys, and they all could have ran through him. Because but he wasn't interested in that. I don't know if they even approached him with it. Mm. But, but, uh, but, when you're, but when you're looking at how they play right now, like how they're playing against the Clippers with Curry – with a uh, lean Draymond, with uh, Durant, and with Clay Thompson, 
this is the same team, how it looks. This is, looks like the team that won 73 games or 75 games, dis- whatever they want. I disagree. Boogie's got to start. I don't see Boogie coming off the bench. I just think that you can't overuse Boogie, especially after an injury. You would never have to worry about overusing him if he came off the bench. That's the whole point. No, but I, you can just cut his minutes down. But the thing of it is that when you have an elite talent like him, I need him in the game as often as possible. You just have to do a little restructuring. Because well, therein lies the problem. See, this is the point. You have to do some restructuring for something that has already been proven to work and work very, very well. Well, if that's the case, they shouldn't have signed him. I agree. But uh, along your thought pattern, they should have signed him just like how the Lakers should have signed him just to keep him from the rest yeah, of the league. I, w- I definitely agree with that. So you just agree to disagree with yourself? No, that was with you. <laughs> no. I agree to disagree with you. No, that, which <laughs> that's is what you. No, because we want to talk about. <laughs> because you're telling me that Boogie shouldn't be starting. I'm telling you that Boogie should I didn't tell be. you that. Right? First and what foremost, just pay it. Just stop playing on your computer and pay attention to the podcast we're recording. And what I yeah. said was I spoke with someone who said that it would have been a good option for Boogie to be a six-man. Then they would not have had to disrupt, as you would like to say, restructure the starting offense. I, and I think that you agreed with him. And I'm telling you that he should start. And they, Either and way it goes, Boogie like is that. at the house with a torn quad. So right now, what we're back. saying, I hope he comes back because they're not going to win. If he comes back and they try to force him crazy? back into playing again. Are you crazy? No, I'm not. Because I've watched them all year. Because as you know, there's our no mother team out is there a Warriors junkie. Yeah, but there's no team out there that's going to be able to beat them. They play the Basketball is not played the right way anymore. And, and they're, the Warriors have and set their, the and their And their attempt to play it the right way was to get Boogie. No, it wasn't. They Boogie stood out there and shot threes. He ran the floor just like he did when he was with the Pelicans. and when yeah. he, was, when he, he, was he ran the floor. And I watched several games uh-huh. where he actually – Slowed the game down and dominated on the inside. Mm-hmm. He has I, that option, but he has the option to do that. This is what I'm saying, which does not fit with the way that the Warriors play the game. Otherwise, well, obviously it does because they wouldn't have signed him to bring him in there to not let him play. I'd say if, along that kind of logic, that's saying that Lance Stevenson obviously fits the Lakers' scheme because they Lance signed him. Stevenson doesn't fit anybody's scheme. Well, that's shame. Well, I'm, that. I'm just pointing out your logic in case you didn't notice what it was. No, no. So just because a team signs somebody does not guarantee that they. So fit. basically, you're telling them to, to throw away money then. If you're saying that I'm going to sign somebody and then they're, I'm not going to use them, I'm going to use them sparingly? You, you're, you again, you, you're giving me classic Terry where you're not paying attention or what you you're choosing, I'm not paying attention. Or you're choosing to, to, to mess up the argument on purpose. You're choosing to miss the point is what you're saying. No, I just don't get your point. I don't agree with your point. I don't even have a point. My point is that's my, my point. Is, you don't have a point. Uh, my, my point shut is, it down. My point <laughs> is is that Boogie's quad is messed up. Everybody can agree to that. Yeah, but and the, the, and the second and the second piece is is that now the Warriors are playing in a way that to me signifies what the last four to five years of Warriors basketball has become. I think that what happened to the Warriors was good. It was just like a fighter that gets hit and gets punched in the mouth. Uh, they woke up after the Clippers came back on them because they thought that they could just mail it in. And, yep. the, and the Clippers came back and punched them in their mouth, and they had to wake up and like, wait a minute, we're the Warriors. We can't go out like that. That was terrible what happened to them. 31, 31 point? points. Come on, Unacceptable. Man, you, can't, you can't do that. You Unacceptable. Can't, yeah, so I think that's what woke them up more so than anything, not just the boogie injury, but them get, having the Clippers, the Clippers of all organizations come back on them. The so Clippers then, can't even get out the first round. So then you – they're definitely not getting out this time. And so then along those lines – 
if you're just running back and forth up the court, which is what the Warriors do, but they do and that also threes. while playing a lot of defense. People don't like to talk about that. They don't, but they lock you up. <laughs> they they, they play, and they, they may not lock you up for 48 minutes, but they lock you up for a good about seven minutes per game. That's a tight seven. Yeah, and the only person on the team that does not have good defense is Steph Curry. I agree. Everybody else has Everybody great else defense. Has great Iggy's defense. got great defense off the bench. You have Everybody a hard time getting the ball defense. over Durant, the long yeah. arms. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Forget about Draymond. Only thing you can do is punish them yes. is if you had the big man. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, all I'm saying is, is it seems like they're playing better basketball without him. And it'll be – I mean, it's I just a small think, sample size. Yeah, but yeah. I just think that them losing – having the Clippers come back on them is what changed their whole demeanor or their mindset. Because I, I feel like it's a combo. The Clippers combo come back. back on them and then – Boogie isn't there, so they're like, you know what? Run it. You heard Kevin Durant talking totally and completely uh, uh, confidently. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Y'all know who I am. I put up points. They can actually break. I mean, the downside, I love Kevin Durant, but he's so fragile. He's totally fragile. That if you put too much weight on him early in the game, he won't have any legs to shoot a jumper late in the game. It's hard to get weight on him without calling fouls nowadays. It seems like the the, the move is going to be at some point he's going to get suspended for all these technical fouls. Yeah. And that's going to be enormous if he misses a game. The crying game, huh? Oh, ooh. <laughs> LGBTQ? You like that. Wow. Interesting <laughs> reference. Slid in Forrest. <laughs> Big love to Forrest. One of the greatest performances I ever saw was that last King of Scotland. They dropped down that ED. I mean, mm-hmm. great work. Solid, solid work. Solid. Uh, speaking of solid work, you got Greg Popovich over there overachieving, even though it seems like the Nuggets have uh, finally woken up. Yeah, but and you know, and they, they you can't be mad at Pop. He did as much as he could do with what he had. He's got bubble gum and tape. Yeah, and he's still getting it done. And he's still getting it done. He, getting they it have done. talent, but they don't have the talent to compete with these teams like the Nuggets and stuff. You know, are the Bucks getting out of the East? Yes. I don't think they beat the Celtics next round. I think they beat the Celtics because the Greek freak is real. There's oh, no, he's real. There's nobody, no, no two ways about that. That's not even. No, there is no answer. More so, he's more, especially since he's shooting a little bit better now, there is no answer for him in the NBA. I mean, there literally there's <laughs> where, no answer. Where's the answer? Uh, Allen Iverson? <laughs> <laughs> no, the answer for him. <laughs> I think. It's out um, of the NBA. Where is it? I don't know. You just said it. I'm asking. <laughs> Maybe in the G League? <laughs> Could be. Brothers are serious in the they G are. League. <laughs> hungry. Maybe it's down at Looters Park. <laughs> or at the Drew. But, yeah, I, I don't – to me, the Celtics are beating teams and scoring in the 80s. And although that is not the beautiful thing uh, anymore, that shows me that they can win by playing defense. Right. And, uh, yeah, Indiana doesn't have their star player. But it's still an NBA team. And to hold an NBA team to less than 90 points a couple times is very, very impressive. Yeah, but, I mean, I like it just because I hate seeing all these 122-point uh, games. Too. And me too. It signifies everything that's wrong with basketball. Yes. I mean, 130. These are all-star score on, games. Dude, this is ridiculous. All-star game scores. Really. Can we have a little defense? No. Try a little tenderness. <laughs> How about a three ball? You got $10? <laughs> bad it. <laughs> it's all bad. I just – I can't – Yeah. I'm my I I hate seeing these high scoring games. Even though it's fun to watch, but it's also not. You know, um, it's not fun to watch to me. I like defensive struggles. It's like it's like going to the baseball game and I listen to people talk about how boring baseball is, but watching a pitching duel. I love a pitcher's duel, man. Tight Come game, on, man. It's tight game. It's pressure the whole game when there's a pitcher's duel. Anybody makes a mistake, and then you see exactly what time it is. Yes, you exactly. see who's who's really ready for prime time. Exactly. And I feel like the Celtics are more ready for prime time than the Bucks are. Well, they have they have more seasoning, definitely. Yeah. And they have a better coach. Yeah. I think they have the best coach in basketball outside of Greg Popovich. But if if 
they get past the Bucks. I mean, the 76ers are a serious problem. I don't think the 76ers beat Toronto with the confusion that they have. That if Joel, jo- Joel Embiid has to have a good knee and has to not pull out or be tempted by watching Boban. the cell phone. Yeah, Boban. Uh, Boban's not going to be enough against uh, against big dude standing in the middle. It is, and Kawhi Leonard will get him in foul trouble. Yeah, who's going to stop Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler and and Brett Brown. <laughs> Brett Brown's going to stop Jimmy Butler. That's who's going to stop Jimmy Butler. I mean, I it's not about talent. They have the best roster on paper yeah. in the NBA outside of the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter Kyrie if Harris. they don't if they don't put it together. Ben Simmons, man, JJ can just sit out there and snipe. Yeah. Wesley, but it's uh yeah. So, I mean, I I I'm interested to see this next round. I think I'll actually start watching a bit more in this next round. This is something that you want to see, and it, it you know it, it's part and parcel of what we say every year at this time. Theater. When <laughs> will we ever see another one seed upset by an eight seed in the NBA? The chances are so slim now with seven games with seven games in the first round. Yeah, and you see it. You can even see the players. Joel and B just came out and said the other day how. This series is over, even though it's only three one. You know the the Warriors series feels over. Yeah, the 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 Toronto series feels over. The Bucks series, the 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 Celtics went ahead and got them out of there. Yeah, uh, but it's like you know these are extra games on guys' bodies that are not necessary. No, and not that's just squeezing out some extra TV money. That's all it is, which is big money. I mean, I understand it's big, big money. It's, it's, it's Ricky Henderson we talking here. Big money. Now, that's big money. <laughs> But uh, I don't know, you know. I, I just it, it makes the first round worthless to me. You get every blue moon. You get even a team to drop a game, like how the Warriors dropped a game. Look how big of a deal it was for the Warriors to drop one game, right? You know, usually the best the best matchups in the first round are four and five seeds that are right neck and neck. I don't think that they're going to bring in any extra audience by having these extra games that they think that they're getting from having the seven-game ster- series to start off the playoffs. I think I know a lot of people that don't watch in the yeah, first round. I'd stop watching it for a long time, ever since they you know, put it out there. I'm not interested. It's theater. And they stretch it out so long. Yes. So long. Like, like it's the, what, the Clippers it, played. Look at, it, look at this. The Clippers. Yeah, Ben, this is why. The Clippers played on Thursday in L.A., Right. And didn't play again until Sunday. Come on, man. I mean, wow. How much rest does a 22-year-old need? Yeah, and that's the, that's because they have to figure out, you know, the TV schedule and that's all that it, kind of stuff. That's it, because they wanted a two, they want two about three games on every night. Now, the, the the casual fan, we look at it for the competitiveness. You watch it. Uh-oh. There Uh-oh. it is. <laughs> What's going on, man? What's happening? What's happening? How you feeling, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, stop the presses. You heard us get excited. That's because showtime. right in the middle of the show, Showtime Sean Porter showed up. It's Showtime. I mean, it's Showtime, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's how we roll on the Ozone. Let's we, go. We got, we got the champ just walked in. The man with the belt that everybody at 47 wants. Yeah. The green belt. It's it's the belt that you want in boxing. That's the belt you want in boxing. Yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. wants. Yeah. And it, that's it. In every yeah. weight class. Yeah. And I would say that the 47 is the most competitive weight class it is. at at this time it in is. boxing. Boxing is starting to increase though, you know. Yeah. I think uh for the for the last probably half half uh half a um half a decade now, it's been it's been just the 147s. 
But, yes, uh, everybody's been had their eyes on that. Starting to, heavyweight is starting heavyweight to you know, up. show up. Middleweight's super, hot. Middleweight, super middleweight. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. So, yeah. So boxing is alive, man. Boxing, oh, it's alive it's and well. Good, it's a good time to be. Uh, guys Guys at 130, you, you mean yeah. you got lightweights that, yeah, are, that yeah. are big names. It's a good time to be in your prime. It's a big. <laughs> <laughs> I love to hear that. I love that. What if he's bad that. if I was on the other side of oh. that? You know what I mean? <laughs> are you yeah. crazy? Huh? <laughs> Think about that. We talk about that all the time. You know, Michael Jordan, before those last two seasons, Michael Jordan, the most money he'd ever made in a season, I think, was $4 million. And then his contract ended. He went and he played baseball. He came back. And Mike was like, yo, I need 38 this year. Yeah. And the numbers sounded like he told them he needed a billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right, 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 right. <laughs> The numbers sounded absurd. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right. And they were like, all right, sure. Yeah. They wrote the check. Next yeah. year, he came back with one more, won him another championship. was like, I need 40 this year. Yeah, yeah. They were like, okay, that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> he only needs yeah. 40. And But if you think about all those guys who were playing at that time, who would absolutely dominate today? Right. Have to watch these bums now. Bum. A bum is good for twenty five <laughs> per. Bum. A bum. I mean, you might not even get in the game. Might yeah, once, not once, even get in the game. Once upon a time, a lot of these guys that's on the court right now, they wouldn't even. Be oh, then you couldn't even make it to the league. You wouldn't get in. You couldn't even. You couldn't make it to the league. Yeah. So real quick, we're wrapping up our, our basketball segment. Feel free to jump in because you, you actually came in on a really hot topic. You know what? When the Cavs, you know, they... And you so, let it go. So, so... You already you already yeah. peaked out. You, are, you already <laughs> peaked <laughs> out. <laughs> the season there. That was it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was out last year with LeBron signed in LA. <laughs> that, yeah, it's time to rethink life. You got a lot of young talent, though. You got a lot yeah. of young yeah. talent. Yeah. Osman? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like CD. Me too. I like him. Yeah, he's nice. Yeah. It's yeah. just about it's just about rebuilding all of the organizations, no matter yeah. how great or how small. Right, all of them do the rebuild. Right, you know the what thing, I mean. The thing with us and, and basketball is, um, see, see, for for the Browns, they've been in the rebuilding stage since they came back, <laughs> and so it's like you guys—they're there now. It's like yeah, you guys are the, the it's, Browns. It's, but here, yeah, it's crazy because we got accustomed to being in that rebuilding yes, stage. Yes, yes, you know. Yes, and and now we see it like on paper what we have right now. It's legit. Like, we running around like we're, like chickens our heads cut off. Start the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're we're always like that as Browns fans. We're always like can't wait for the next yeah, season. But yeah. like now it's like no, nah, nah, more it's than real. ever. You know, it's, yeah. real. it's real. You know. And so nah, now, but but the the Cavs have always been in the mix. Yeah. You know they've never been on that the other side of that five hundred nine. You know what I mean? So so for for us to be in this position now, everybody's kind of impatient. Like let's get back there. Let's yes. get back there. You know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Bron doesn't grow on trees though. You the, know you can't just grab a LeBron. No, I know. <laughs> you know what I know. I'm saying? Uh, yeah. But this is what you're saying though. You guys got other players. But yeah. what I want to talk about is uh, two guys that are on that premium top level who are going at it right now, which is Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook. Right. You can right. 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 Right in the middle. I yeah. mean, these dudes are going at it. And and honestly, I'm seeing people say absurd things about Russ. Absurd things. Like, he's a, is he ruining his legacy? Uh, is blah, 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 blah. Am I getting locked down? Like, come on. <laughs> Have y'all ever been to the park? Somebody has your number everywhere. Everywhere. And guess what? Russell Westbrook has been giving as good as he gets, but per game. Yeah. Not necessarily. That's the thing. So it's like. Okay, he got locked up. He got locked up yesterday. That's that's not even in question. Not just but, yesterday either. He had one good game so far. But the game. But they've only what they played three games now. Four oh, games, yeah. something like that. It only takes four. You out. Yeah, Get no, out. no, no. But it's it's, it's they two and two or three and one. Three and one, I do believe. Three and one. I so he's so. got to show up now. But he's not the only guy on the court 
by the way, they have another superstar in Paul George that now it's all cute. Everybody wants to be cute and, you know, shy away from the media and to have to actually be accountable for your game. Next question. Yeah. yeah but, and, and that's the thing. Like, you, when you have a, a Russell Westbrook on your team, you need other players that match that kind of energy. Intensity. The 100%. Other, and, I and, that, it, that, and that's where the disconnect you is. Can't, you can't front on his passion for the game. I are love you, his are, passion for his oh, game. That's what he's talking about. No, but what I'm talking about is that, to me, he's more of a stat chaser than the actually the, the ball. And player. I don't believe that. And you never have. What, no. Because he puts up the numbers. He puts up the numbers, but the numbers. It's just like he said, though. Context. It's like when, when you grow up playing on the, on the, on just at the so neighborhood much. basketball court, you want to claim that court. You, you want to put court. up he's the a, most. He's, points. Out, yeah. he's, he's, out, so, he's, he's in the NBA now. I know you, you got to win games. He's in the NBA, but his mindset has not changed. That's now, a problem. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I there you go. Saying. Yeah, now you got to win games. Yeah, now you got to win yeah, games. Now you got to win games. act like he doesn't win games. He doesn't. What are they win games? They're in the playoffs in the scene that they're in because of him. He's had James Harden, he's had Kevin Durant, and all of them have gone. Oladipo, all of them are gone. He's the only person that's still there and not winning. I mean, what are you talking about? What James talking Harden about? left because James Harden wanted to be the A side. He should. And he did. So why are you mad at Russ for that? James Harden wasn't even the because inside. Nobody, nobody has ever been James able. James Harden was the seaside. No, nobody's ever James been James Harden went down to Miami. James Harden went down to Miami in the, the finals and decided to have a bum finals. Whose fault is that? That's not that. I didn't make you go get drunk at Prime 112. I didn't make you do that. <laughs> How do I know? <laughs> I didn't. Make, <laughs> I know. You were down there. Dude. I didn't make James you were down there, dude. <laughs> you were down I might have had you do it. But I didn't make James do it. Nobody made James not show up in that finals. And then the next day, I mean, now, I, granted, I don't think OKC should have ever let James Harden go. They, what about you know, Serge Ibaka? I like Serge. But what does Serge have to do with Russell Westbrook? He was playing with Russell Westbrook. So Serge went to Orlando. Now he's everybody. Playing. Everybody's been somewhere. This is the problem. He's the common denominator. See, but, they, not, but he's also the second he, longest tenured player for one team in the NBA. So now you're actually making it seem like he's the problem because he's been staying loyal. Kevin Durant was the A-side of the whole time he was there, and he no, couldn't he get it done. This is, this is the problem. We argue about this all the time, Sean, because everybody can't be Batman. We, I agree. Somebody has to be Robin. And we and with to be let's be real. I mean, we watch the games. We you, watch you the have, games. You have Batman and Robin. Right. Yes. But you have Robin not wanting to be Robin. Yeah. This is a And there's nothing and wrong with that. That's what he's saying. That's what he's there's saying. There's nothing wrong okay, with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But but then at the certain times you have to say, you know what, Batman's got this. Let him just go ahead and do his thing. And, and if he and, crashes and burns, he crashes and, and burns. And here's my point. Let me get this out. Because you say that and you say that, and I fully agree with both of you guys. In the particular situation that we're looking at. Prior to Batman leaving Gotham City and then going <laughs> and joining up. Yes, and he went to the Golden State Warriors. Oh. And what Batman did was Batman got up three to one and he choked. He crashed and burned. Nobody wants to talk about that. No. He gave you glimpses of his fragility and his inability to actually be pressure without another whole cast of superstars. He needs the Avengers. He can't actually. He needs all of the Suicide Everybody Squad. Needs the Avengers. He can't. No, they don't. The only person that doesn't is LeBron James. LeBron James carried Cleveland. I thought you was going to oh. say the only person that doesn't need is Sean Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you're not your father. <laughs> I can't do that. We're in the, but it's also we're in the individual. You're the individual sport. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because yeah. LeBron carries teams. 
And it took him a little while to understand that. Russell Westbrook is not built to, for his position to carry a team to the NBA Finals Championship. LeBron, that. does that make it okay for you to go 7 for 43 in games that you should have clinched? Seven for 43 in the fourth quarters or whatever that was when they were up three to one from that point forward. Kevin Durant could not execute. So what is Robin supposed to do? He's supposed to say, geez, I got it. Batman's Batman. in trouble. That's exactly what he's supposed <laughs> right, to do. Right, right. He's supposed to say, damn, Bat- Bruce Wayne is here. Batman ain't even here. <laughs> he's struggling. Let me let me help. Let me help. And he tried to help. And you didn't like what he did. So what's his excuse now? What's the excuse for him now? I don't even have an excuse. Damian Lillard, Damian because, Lillard is in a small market. His, That's the excuse because nobody really knows about that. that Damian like Lillard that. low key might be the best scorer in basketball. <laughs> like, he's the best point, but he might be the Kyrie. best. Yeah, he's he's Damian Lillard is a beast, and yes. he takes it seriously. And he takes it very seriously. He takes he takes just like he put up that thing when we met him at the fight. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact. When he's like the only dude that doesn't post all his workouts, yeah. and then he put something like cheeky up that said, "Oh, gotta post the workout, otherwise it didn't happen, right?" <laughs> like, hey, y'all know my game. You Come on, man, yeah. you know how I shine. Yeah, yeah. and he give you a hot sixteen if you need it. You drop a hot beat, yeah. <laughs> Dame Dollar, baby, Dame Dollar, be everywhere. <laughs> it got a nice flow. Anyways, that's that's all we got because we got better things to talk about instead of like me, what? And, me and my brother sitting so around. What's, arguing. The, what's the best series right now, though? Is that the, that's the most entertaining series, right? Yeah, but you know what we're talking about it right now? The first round, you know, the first round is the first round. The, the, I mean, the best yeah, the series, first is, the best series is going to happen next yeah. next yeah. week, the, yeah. and this is why. And this is what we talk about, and we're really trying to cause a, a viral moment here in general. You know, the NBA. If you remember when Dallas upset, uh, Dallas upset was it Seattle? Dallas upset. There, there was there's two giant eight seeds upsetting a one seed in the NBA. Happened okay. years ago. Mm-hmm. The only way that this happens is the same way baseball has their setup. The first round of the playoffs have got to be five-game series. In the best of seven, the better team is going to win right. all the time. That's right. just how it works. But it's right. just you extra know? mileage. And what they're doing they're is mileage. they're putting right. extra mileage by squeezing out an extra couple of games for right. TV money. Right. That's all they're doing. Right. And taking a chance on a guy getting hurt. And now we're looking at all of these. Now we're looking at all. And how many times do you see a guy get hurt like in the third round or the yeah. fourth round? That Moment. That's an accumulation exactly. of games that he didn't need to play. Now you're looking at all these series. None of them are must watch because right. you already know who's going to win all right, of them. Right, 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 right. It's yeah. just a matter of time to, until they're over. We were just sitting here talking about next round matchups and these series aren't even over yet. Yeah. They should be done. They, they should be done. done. They should be they done. Should be done. Yeah. And, the, and the best thing you can do if, if you're one of the higher seeds is to get these teams out of there yeah. so that you don't get that wear and tear. Right. Like how the how the Celtics just did. And Celtics just went and said, you know what? Let's get this over with. Right. I don't, we're not going to mess around. 4-0. Get out of there. And it's yeah. hard to close out a team it's in right. any sport. Yeah. Any professional athletes are not looking to get closed out right. at right. all. Right. That's, that's, not, that's usually three-game series, five-game series. It's yeah. tough. It's tough to beat anybody it's or tough. anything three times in a row. That's, Very that's difficult. Just life. That's just, yeah, this is just life. But we're talking to a man right now who has in his life dedicated himself to excellence. He has committed himself to winning and overcoming challenges. And he's done that, and he suffered loss, and he bounced back, which is the most important and the most admirable quality that I can think of is the bounce back. No question. There has been, especially in the sport of boxing, an overemphasis placed on never losing. Mm -hmm. That's not what it's about. No. The greatest fighters of all time – 
lose and have lost. That's how it works. What do you do when you have to come back? And this is how you test someone's medal. And today we are very happy to have the WBC welterweight champion of the world with us, Mr. Showtime Sean Porter. I certainly do appreciate that, my man. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, it's just really no there's no blueprint to life, you know what I mean? Right. There's no blueprint to how you come back from a loss, you know. Uh, you have to learn. You yeah, have to this yeah, is yeah. you you have to be yeah. forged in that fire. Yeah. I remember uh after my loss, I'm I'm in the room, my dad comes in, he's like, Yo, you can't stay in this room. He said, Go out, go hang out with your friends, do something. Mm. You can't be you can't wow. feel down about yourself. Uh, it happened, it's over. We'll we'll move on, we'll come back, it's no problem. You know, and, and it crumbles some guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. it crumbles some guys because we like and you've seen my team. Anyone out there that has not seen my team is myself and my dad. My dad is my manager, but before that, he's my he's my trainer. Right. And even before that, he's my father. You right. know what I mean? So in a, in a lot of ways, that number one job being my father is the other two just come along with, with <laughs> right. that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Uh, right. So, you know, all in all, he has one job, you know? Yes. And, and I'm just blessed that he's taking that job so serious that he's devoted everything that he wants and needs into what I want and need and, yes. and has really made his life about my life. And he's committed and, as yeah, a father. Yeah. And, you know, so a lot of times most guys, they just don't have that guy it's that true. can tell them, that can get them out of the room. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And can can get them back into the gym and, and, and make sure that they have the psychological mind state of that happened, it's over, move forward. Move forward. And, and, and prove other people wrong. Right. And those people that know you prove them right, you mm-hmm. know. And right. that was kind of that's right. always been my mindset. You know, my mindset's been like that for a long time. If you didn't think I was going to become a, D- a WBC champion, my mindset was to prove you wrong. Right. And if you thought that I I, I could do it, my my job was to appreciate your support and and and, and that's my that's my thank you for yes. your support. Right. Yes. It's, it's showing you what we have. You know what I mean. So that's all it is, man. Um, there's there's no blueprint to to it all. You know, it's just. I mean, about, there's one thing I'm upset know? about though. You were supposed to bring the belt. That's uh, right. Did you ask me that. You said it. You said it. Uh, you know, Before the fight, oh, they wanted me to bring it. Yeah, I'm supposed to. Cause I, got, <laughs> I got my set. I got my set with Fox tomorrow, and they want me to bring it for Fox. Dang. Side you, said, you said when I get that belt, I'm bringing it here too. It yeah. did. And you went out and got that belt. And that's what it's all about. That. Yeah. I but, never thought I would be here though, man. <laughs> How long is it taking me to get here? <laughs> Now Even coming here was like going to an amusement park. I'm like, I can't wait to get there. Why does it take 40 minutes to go six miles? I told you, well, I did you a car. Yeah. Like, I could see the, 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 the roller coaster and you I'm just like, it. Yeah. And get on. Yeah. And you get to the line and they're like, from like, this point, 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dang, the right Superman? Jeez. Yeah, no, man. Um, it's been great. It's been a great watching you, knowing you personally. It's been great yeah. watching you shine. That's and been I, the best part so yeah. far. What I do is like people saying, "Like man, I, I enjoy watching you." I'm no like, doubt. I'm like, wow. Like I had, I had a man tell me that this morning when I was getting on the plane. He just, man, I enjoy watching you. I'm like, I never, you know, we're we're entertainers. You know what I mean? Yes. But before that, we've been in this sport. Me since I was eight years old. You know, so it's nothing wow. new to me. But now to have people say I enjoy watching you do do what you do. It's really is, man. It's mind blowing. You know, I've been telling people consistently. I actually think that you may be the best conditioned athlete on the planet that I can think of in sports. Because I'm telling you the real. I'm talking about twelve rounds, three minute rounds 
of nonstop pressure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the motor is, going. With the I motor, I mean, you can't even help no, it. Can't help it. No, yeah. no, it's a blessing. It's, yeah. it's, it's a testament to your training. It's a testament to your dad and and whatever training regiment you guys are yeah. in and on. You know, yeah. Yeah. I really, I, I think it's a lifestyle. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it, it's yeah. honestly, and, and it's a blessing from God because no doubt you, 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 you. I tell y'all, like you have points in fights where you get hit with a punch or you, you know, you miss with a punch. Even uh-huh. even sometimes you miss with a punch. You know, and it's like there's so much more than you have to fight through from mm. a psychological standpoint uh-huh. and even and then you know from the emotional standpoint and in, internally mm-hmm. that all y'all see is the external what's going on you know what right. I mean but for me to fight through everything that I fight through and, and continue to push forward and, and especially at the, the way that I do it it really is you know I, it's become something that I've been known for is my conditioning you know for real and it's it's, 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 it's I, a condition I, have, of, I haven't seen any other fighters go 12 and fight from the bell to the bell yeah right and for the whole fight you'll, you'll hear my dad say that in the 12th round he'll say when I'm going out he'll say treat it like it's the first round and that's how we train we train like that like so that when it is the 12th round we're so conditioned both physically and because he says it in training uh-huh. mentally yes for me to treat that that 12th round like it's the first round you know and it's, it starts with a mindset you know and one thing that I love I love the relationship that you have with your dad yeah. I would say it is probably the most healthy relationship in boxing between father and son because right. a lot of people point to Danny and his dad. Uh, there's a there's a lot of father son combos where people are like, man, that guy's dad is crazy. <laughs> that guy's dad is raw. This yeah. and the other. Your father is measured. Your father is a is a solid dude. You yes. know, he's a stand up guy, and and he treats it not only like he's your dad, but he also treats it on a professional level, uh, understanding the business angle. It's something. Yeah. It's great to watch. Yeah. It's great I, to watch. And I, and I love it. Um. You know, I just I I tell him more often than not now that I, that I love him, and I yeah. tell him that that I love him because of because of who he is and what he's done for me, and it, it goes beyond just the boxing right. and how yeah. much money we've made together. Yeah. It goes into you know how he's taking care of me and and how he's taught me and brought uh-huh. me so far. You know what I mean? Like I can come to L.A. And get to this studio on my own. That's because of him. You know what I mean? Right, right. I have Directly. A con- I have a connection with a, with a great man that can get me here. That's because of him. Right. You know what I mean? I, t- I even told my boy over there, Guez, I told him, I said, man, we have the relationship that we have because of my father. And I gave him just a quick rundown of how my dad taught me how I'm supposed to cherish relationships and build those relationships and keep relationships strong. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I just told him that the other day. Like I said, man, you we have this because of my dad. You right. know what I mean? So it is what it is, man. And it's a trip because... I can say this as a uh, uh, son, as the uh, uh, child. There's there's a ton of us, and being coming along late in the order, and also getting older, you recognize things about your parents that you couldn't recognize without yeah. the maturity. I, I can agree with you know, that. Yeah. You can't. You just can't. You yeah. don't have the capacity yeah. to really recognize. I can 100 percent agree un- with until that. Until you man. get to I, a certain I look at phase. myself now and how I used to be. I'm like. Dang, I was immature, man. I wish I, I, wish I, I wish I didn't say that. I wish I didn't do that, you know? And yeah. It really is. Like, my, my son is 15 months old, and he whines. Beautiful I'm like, boy. I'm like, what are you doing, you know? Why are you whining, you know? But I, I look back on, on, you know, just when I was 20 or 21, uh-huh. and my dad, <laughs> my dad had a problem with something I did or something I didn't want to do or so on and so forth. And I look back on it now, I'm like... It was just like I was 15 All months right. old, the way I was carrying on, you know. I was but 300 you, months, and I was yeah, 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 but you lived through it, you know, yeah. and, and, and you you live to, you know, it becomes a part of your testimony, you know. So no my, my dad and I, we have a, we have a humongous, um, we have a testimony, you know, for, for any 
anybody out there. It's not just a father and a son that's trying to do it. You know, you have mm-hmm. uncles that are trying to do it with their with their cu- yeah. with their nephews. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or you have cousins doing it with their cousins. You know, and not just not just boxing. I have a lot of guys from other sports that say, "Hey, man, can you you know give me some advice on how to do this or how to do that?" You know, and I just do the best I can to pull from what I have that's right. been successful to give it to them. You know. That's great. You got to start somewhere. Foundation, it's, and I, I think it's um, it's important too. You know, people. So it's now not because I think, especially with boxing, is so boxing so one on one in the ring. Right. It's like when you do have that help, who are you going back to? So now they focus on who you're getting help from, right. and then when they focus that the help is from the dad, well, how is that relationship going? You know, more th- oftentimes, more more than not, we've seen the the relationship split, no uh-huh. doubt. And so now you know you have a situation with myself and my dad, and everyone wants to say how do you guys make it work and you know the honest answer is there's really no blueprint you know we've kind of figured it out along the way and it took me all the way to becoming 31 for us to really figure <laughs> out you know exactly how we want to be and where we want to be you right. know so there really is no blueprint to it man it's just about trying to learn and fix it you know fix what needs to be fixed that's great because honestly you look at it and even you look at a guy like say like ryan garcia the young kid mm-hmm. and his dad it actually worked better for him, so it seems, that he split from his dad as a trainer and then went with Chapo. And that kind of thing you see often. Mm-hmm. I can't see a better scenario for you than being with yeah. your dad. And that yeah. dynamic has to be established when you're young, though. I yeah. think it's the only way that it works. Definitely. I agree. I have, um, I have a couple young guys out there in Vegas right now that I want to sign, desperately want to sign these kids. And it's because I've known them since, since they were kids. There you they're, go. they're 24 and 25 now. My dad started them when they were 7 and 8. Mm-hmm. And um, we got to the point where we went on to do our thing, and their dad took over and kept pushing, it, bringing them along. And um, just over the last year, dad's come back to me like, "Hey, man, I, I want you to do something with my sons." And you know, we're trying to figure out how to make it work business wise. You know, and um, he says, "Man, you just whatever you need me to do, I'm gonna do it." You know, if you find a coach that's better for them, mm-hmm. you know, let's let's that's do great. it. He said, "I'm willing to come out and and, and learn and assist." He said, "But I, I trust you to do whatever you need to do." So I. Take it to my Relationships, dad. I said, hey, man, I want you to train these kids, you know? He said, why me? I'm like, uh, why not you? I said, I said, what kind of question hey, is you, that? You're the best. He said, he said, he said yeah, you're right. Well, <laughs> what, what he just thinking? wanted to hear it. Yeah, was, man, it's probably, probably more than likely, you know, but with saying all that to say, he said, man, I think their, their dad is the best for the situation. Let me ask you this, though. Would you let your son box? I don't want my son to box. Um, my dad says uh, he wants him to do everything under the sun, and so do I, except box. <laughs> right. Yeah. So until my dad said that, so but I do know what what boxing has done for me, even from from the standpoint of the kind of respect that I showed to my my my, my teachers at school. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, or, right, right, you right. know anybody on the street the or whatever. Uh-huh. You know. So I, I I do know there's things he can get from boxing, but the dude is crazy, man. Uh, I, he was he was seven eight months. I would just throw little punches in his face, and he would smile. And now uh, he knows that you're supposed to get hit with a glove. So he takes oh, a wow. glove. He takes a glove and he like bangs his head against the glove. You know. Oh, wow. I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm like hold on. Like, hold on, baby. If this is what you want to do, put the glove on and hit the bag. You know. So don't hit yourself. Don't you know? hit, hit but he he's crazy, man. He's it's something about boxing. I could tell already that there's something about it that he's he's gonna he's gonna be attracted to it. Wow! So, Clearly, it's in his blood. Yeah, man. yeah. Whenever you're affiliated so, with, the I never believe. I never believe that until I, you know, I see the way he acts when he comes to the gym. So, oh, wow, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, what do you think you would be doing if you won boxing? Um, well, fo- fo- football is my, my first love. Mm. Um, I also have a spirit to help. So, I, honestly, I always wanted to be a school teacher. I just wanted really? to be a high school 
teacher awesome. and a football coach. That's all I ever wanted to do. Um, and then my, my life took the road that it took, uh-huh. but boxing was always in my life. So it took the way, it, it went the way that it, that it went. But when I'm done boxing, you guys have seen me on Fox. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to continue doing with a great the job keeping great work. There. Yeah. That's, man, that's so, so and, much fun, man. And I'm going to tell you something. Definitely have a passion for it, too. Yeah, and, yeah. and you got a knack for it. I yeah. think that the key is, uh, is is just continuing uh-huh. and also we keep it 100 here man most of the time the boxers that get on tv are terrible yeah yes. most of them are really yeah. bad yeah and, I, and or or they're either company men where they don't want to tell the truth mm-hmm. there's a handful of guys that i can listen to and watch I actually like listening to andre ward yeah i feel like drake keeps it real and i feel like he always has because uh-huh. he's not sog he's sog yeah. he's son of god he got, <laughs> he has, you know what i mean i agree i agree and, 100%. And, and, and i think that i think that there's only only a handful and a lot of the guys are biased you know and they're it's only biased, especially if they fought yeah, the guy that they're commenting somebody that they fought against and now you you hear in the one-sided you know commentary and that's actually what i like most about the commentating it's like it's when you especially when you commentate fights and uh-huh. live you can't fake the funk first and foremost yeah. right and now you got to tell the truth and you got to call what you're seeing yeah and it's a, and it's an opportunity for me not to be biased right. you know so you sell yeah, a fight, right because it's happening right now you in sell, real time you sell a fight you sell who you think's gonna win but if that dude ain't doing his job he ain't doing his you job gotta keep it real yeah. and, tell, and, and, and tell what that guy other guy is doing that's preventing him from doing what what we thought he was gonna do you no know doubt. so no it doubt. makes it fun you know but along with my spirit to help man i, I want to be a life coach you know we, wow. i was i was actually talking last night of how can i get my psychology degree you know this so, is awesome yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's uh, that's that's definitely gonna happen well talking hey, like this yeah claim that manifest that yeah, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. the power yeah, there it 100%. is uh but i tell you what with that that kind of talk makes me think you're not long for the ring which i think is great uh, but I do think that there are great and interesting fights to be made right now. I agree with you. I agree. Um, you know, we got a caller, and we 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 told a couple people you were coming. A couple people, a couple oh, our sure. faithful, a couple of our faithful listeners uh, wanted to call in and or leave you a message and ask questions, and we want to get to theirs so that we don't double up on the questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's hear let's hear what Julian had to say from across the pond, Mike. Hey, what's up, guys? Julian Graham with a question for the champ, Showtime Sean Porter. Um, how interested are you in unifying the division? You've got um, Keith Thurman, Errol Spence, and, of course, uh, the other one, Terrence Crawford, who just fought this weekend. Um, how interested are you in making those kind of fights? In addition, Bob Arum recently came out and blamed Al Heyman for protecting his stable. Um how much influence do you think a fighter has on making or pushing for a unification fight across networks and across promoters? Meaning uh, Terence Crawford seems to be out on his own with ESPN and uh, Bob Arum, and then obviously um, yourself, Thurman and Spence, seem to be with Al Heyman. How much do you think influence do you have if you really, really, really wanted to fight Terence Crawford, you could push that through with, um, with management? One last question. Uh, Charlo and Harrison are fighting in the weight above for the WBC, the super welterweight or junior middleweight division. Um, my understanding is that the WBC welterweight champion, should he choose to uh, relinquish and go up in weight, would become automatic mandatory for the winner of that fight. Is that something you're interested in? Would you pursue a world title in two divisions? Thanks a lot, champ. 
But I don't think that's great a question. Fan. That's great questions. Great question. I mean, he hey, came, he, yeah, he, he, he came, he's a writer came or something. Yeah, he came thorough with his. <laughs> now you can find Julian. You can find Julian on on on, uh, on Twitter. He's a, he actually was a former boxer. I I met him once, and that's what he listened to the podcast. I met him once uh, on a set, and he was like, he was like, man, I did, you know, I'd love what you guys do with the boxing, blah blah blah. And I and, Very good. and so yeah, he's he no, really that was smooth. I like what he did. He, he said, I'm gonna get this one chance. Let me throw yeah, I'm him getting them all. Four man. questions <laughs> and. One <laughs> well, hey, we let, we gonna start from the top. So I'm very interested in unifying the title. So here, right now, what I'm looking at, I'm looking at still making this fight with Earl Spence. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not concrete yet, but that's what, what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my dad knows that that's the only fight I want to have. So right, um, when you have Sean Porter getting the ring with Earl Spence, that's two belts getting in the ring. Man, wow. one person's gonna leave with two belts. It's true. Now there's four other belts out there. I mean, excuse me, there's two four other totals, belts out there. Yeah. Yes, four total, four big ones total. Uh-huh. There's, there's, so there's two more out there. Um, I'm hearing that uh, Manny Pacquiao is more than likely going to give Keith Thur- Thurman a shot. Oh, he's, that's what it uh, really. And so yeah, so that was the I, only person I was going to mention that he didn't mention. So my my colleague uh, Ray Boom Boom Mancini keeps saying, "Have these guys do a round robin. Have them do a round yeah. robin. This guy fights this guy, and then the winners fight." And I think that that's how it should go. So I beat Earl Spence. I have two belts. I should fight the winner of Manny Pacquiao and and, and Keith Thurman, who will also and, have two belts at and, that point. And at that, well, actually, at that point, it's just one belt. So there's ah, a, there's got a, a junior belt. There's a yeah. There's like the WBA yeah, yes, super yes, champion, yes, and then there's yes, a regular yes, champion, yes, whatever. Yes, so yes, yes. There, but there's only one belt. Right. Uh, yep. There's only one real had. The yep, WBA yep, 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 is yeah. about to be had. So um, I'm I'm interested in those three guys: Earl Spence. Uh, and then the winner of Keith Thurman and, and Manny and Pacquiao, Pacquiao. Were, were that that fight to happen. Um, I'm also interested in beating Errol Spence and, and fighting uh, Keith Thurman for his WBA if he doesn't fight at all. If he's just like, you know, I'm going to fight the winner. However, it, it, it has to go for me to get those three belts. I'm very interested in those three belts. Right. That's the first part of that question. Other part of that question is myself and Terrence Crawford. We're good friends. We, oh. him and I, we've spoken. We have a, a understanding that yo, we're not gonna get in the ring unless it's something that you and I want to do. We're not gonna, mm-hmm. we're not gonna force this. We're not gonna let people force us to fight right. because it's what they want to see. He says this guy said I'm interested in fighting in the in the division before he moved up, and he said, you know, I got other guys on my mind. You're not even on my yeah. mind. Right. I said, I said, well, shoot, you was 132 pounds. I was 165 in the amateurs. I never saw myself fighting you. You're not on my, you know, you're right. not on my radar, right. you know. So it's it's a mutual understanding. I think if I were to get three belts and he's looking at having that situation come over and fight somebody, mm-hmm. I think he would take on me because it that's a legacy fight. That's right, a right, fight for right. that's a fight for it all, you know. That's so a unification I think belt. then it will be something we would talk about. But you'll never see him bashing me in public or on, I've never on I've never media. even seen him mention it. And yeah. what's funny about that is when we watched the fight this weekend. I actually got online and I was talking to people because everybody is hyping up the fights between Terrence and Earl. And Earl, yeah, yeah. And and they even were talking about Terrence fighting Pacquiao and blah blah yeah, blah 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 yeah. blah. And I brought up your name uh, to a few people and I was like, honestly, I don't think that Terrence beat Sean on any day. Yeah, not the Terrence that I saw last Saturday. Yeah, and and uh, and that makes a lot of sense because I've never heard you speak about him in public, yeah. and I've never heard him speak about yeah speak about you. No, nah, I mean like, and I and I have a few brother, brothers in boxing, and he's definitely one of those guys. Danny J- Jacobs is another one of them. Oh, brothers I love that. Boxing, Danny's man. our guy. I love Danny, that. Uh-huh. Like, you know, me and Danny did some charity work. Uh, no, nah, I didn't back know when, that. Yeah, up in Canada, he's, man. Right it, when he first got got done with his treatment, and we did it was for kids with cancer. Okay, yeah, and yeah. obviously he yeah. had a very big, you know, a, a, a very very big uh, uh, 
stake in that. Yeah, yeah, you know? of course, of course. Yeah. What a great guy. I'm so yeah. happy he got this and fight the story, with Canelo. Man, the, story the story's that insane. Did, the story that he has is just unreal. It's unreal. I mean? yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. Yeah, so the other side of that, when you talk about um, fighters controlling their destiny or, you know, making the fights that they want to make, you know, I, I said point blank, like, I want to fight Errol Spence. I don't want to fight anybody other than Errol Spence. Right. Once upon a time, it was Errol Spence, Keith Thurman, Manny Pacquiao. Since right. then, it's just Errol Spence. So that's what we're going for. If by chance something happens and that fight isn't able to happen, then you have to come to me with that reason why. And as long as I understand that reason why, then we'll move forward. You move forward. forward from there. But... When when you as a fighter you should you're supposed to be able to say what you want to do right and as long as it's as it's doable it should happen you know now you have a situation where you have um, PBC boxing and you have uh, Bob Arum and, and top, top rank, rank. Yeah. you also have um, Oscar De La Hoya and Golden Boy and then across the pond you have um, uh, Eddie Hearn wor- working with the Zone now yep I don't think that that that's there's I don't think there's a problem right there with with PBC working with the Zone. Um, PBC is with Fox, you know, so there yeah. will there will be that 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 situation. Mm-hmm. But I think that the situation is just a matter of um, you know, something I can't say on air. So let me figure out how I'm gonna say it's a it's, <laughs> you, it's you know when they say you slinging, you know, <laughs> I, I I really I think that's what it is. You know, it's like who's got the bigger stick, and right. yep. because yep. right now PBC has all the welterweights, we got the bigger stick. You know, so right, much um, more leverage. That's what it is. But you know, um, you gotta be willing to compromise. And I think right now Bob Arum and he's he's stuck in his old ways. He's stuck in being who he is mm-hmm. and uh, and wanting things to be done his way. And that's not the way boxing is done anymore. Yeah, things change. Um, yeah, some some people have come in, started PBC, and they've made it so that boxers can do what I'm doing right now, which is basically saying what I want to happen mm-hmm. and being patient and, and allowing certain things to happen so that what I want can be uh, can be actually come come to fruition. You mm-hmm. know, so uh, I don't really think it's a necessary. I don't think it's necessary a situation where. Um, PBC won't work with top rank or or by right. Aram, it's possible. I think, you I feel think like it's possible. possible. I think I just think it's a matter of the compromise, and that's where you run into trouble. Right. Where um, you know, some some people uh, which really has nothing to do with the fighters. It has nothing to do with the fighters yes. at all. Yeah, Terrence. I know Terrence. He 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 would fight. He would fight. Um, uh, he would fight Manny Pacquiao. Uh, Manny left top rank. He he would fight Errol Spence if they let him. He would fight any of the big mm. big. I don't hands get out the there. feeling that he's scared. I never. No, he's not scared he at all. Doesn't, I don't know? get that feeling and at I, all. Because he's, like know, he's on an island and over I know, there. Exactly. And I know him right now. Like he's he's desperately wanting to get off of that island so yeah. that he could yeah, he yeah, could yeah, get yeah, on yeah. the ship with everybody yeah. else. Yeah. And everybody know that he's actually on the ship. You know, right like, now, hundred percent. Right now, he's on the island. Everybody's saying, "Oh, this dude ain't he ain't real." You know. But once you you go past the island and he's able to jump on that ship, everybody's gonna find out what he can do. He's he's something special for. Real. Really? Yeah. He's now, now he's special. considered the pound for pound, but do you consider him the pound for pound? Or do you? I don't mess. I, I don't wait, wait, mess wait, wait, with wait. pound for pound. Yeah, for because I never hear your name mentioned. In yeah, I know. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't mess with the pound for pound. I think that pound for pound is just it's a, it's your opinion. You know, right? It's what you and like, everybody's you know? opinion. That's and, exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's what you, it's what what you think. You know, uh-huh. I I remember when when Dre was still doing his thing. I thought hands down he was pound for pound. But mm-hmm. you have other people arguing that you know even though Floyd wasn't fighting at that point, Floyd was pound yes, for pound. Yes, I remember that. And then Manny's pound for pound, and then uh, there was a couple of smaller guys out there that were pound for pound. You know, I think that um, the the pound for pound it's not a joke, but it's just it's your opinion, you know. And so I really I leave the pound for pound list alone, especially <laughs> especially like I don't like to put numbers on it. You know, I, I will tell you who I think the best fighters are out there, mm-hmm. and then let you tell me who the number one guy is, and I I give you the thumbs up. Like, all right, that's who you think is number one. You know, so right. who do you think is number one? Um. 
number one out of boxing in general, not just in your division, or whatever, but just the number one fighter. Period. You got um, I, I mean, I got you a list. You got Errol Spence. You got Terrence Crawford. You got Sean Porter. You got um, you got uh, Anthony Joshua. You got uh, Lomachenko. I think Lomachenko is definitely in that conversation. Do you? Yeah, I think he's definitely top five in that conversation. Um, and then you you got Deontay Wilder. Uh, took a draw in his last fight, but you can't deny his power. You know, yeah. so I mean, I think that his power alone keeps him in the conversation. <laughs> you know, yeah. So yeah, I like to throw Usyk in mind because he's the only unified. Usyk, that's the one I, I always he forget. He doesn't. It's because he yeah. doesn't get any. He doesn't. He, I get always burned. forget Alexander Usyk. And the thing about him is he has he has all four belts. Right? He is he the like only unified. He's got like yeah. six belts. Yeah. He's the only unified champ in the yeah. whole sport. Yeah. And but here's the thing that separates him is he can buy. Box. He got he he can. Oh, he can, he can do it. However, you he can bang. Can, he can do it all. He can do it all. And that's what makes him pound for pound. That that's yeah. what puts him in the conversation yeah. of pound for pound. I think that's the number one thing. If you're talking pound for pound, who have you fought, and what did it take to beat those guys? You know, and right? So that's did you fight them at the, the right time? Yeah. Right, but that's yeah. what my problem is with Lomachenko. Because he really hasn't fought a lot of people, yeah. you know. And I think that that I think that he hasn't fought anyone, but a, a lot like Terrence Crawford, you know, who, who can he fight? You know, he's he's still and he's still moving up. You know, uh-huh. he's still yeah. he's still yeah, moving yeah, yeah. up weight classes, and uh, and somehow uh, outmatching everybody he's he's fighting. So yeah. you know, he's 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 definitely in the Here, conversation. To me, to me, I've seen him in two. Now I will give him this: I've never seen anybody just make fighters quit. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen somebody that say just something be, about you. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, multiple fighters yeah. quit. Just be like, man, you know what? Forget this. Yeah, I'm yeah, cool. yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I, had, I had enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that's admirable. But in my opinion, I need to see a larger sample size. Uh-huh. And really, I've seen him in two competitive fights. Yeah. And he got off the mat with uh, with Jorge Linares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he yeah. was losing that fight. And yeah. He got off the mat and did what he needed to do, yeah. which was the most impressive thing I've seen in his yeah. whole career yeah. to me. Yeah. And yet that was a good fight. Mm-hmm. It was a good and fight. It was a good fight. That was a good fight. And the fight that he lost, which to me is the blueprint to beating him, which is to rough him up. And I don't. I think that Loma likes to be cute. I don't think that he really wants a, a a pressure fight. I don't think, and honestly, I think that if honestly, maybe my my dream fight right now might be him versus Mikey Garcia. Oh. And there's a lot of fights that people want to see. There's a lot of fights that I want to see. Yeah. I thought it was with Tank, but yeah, I would love to see him fight Tank. But uh, but I, I would him Tank is that's I, I a, think it's a really fight good him fight. And, uh, him and uh, Mikey Garcia. I, man, I, Mikey is the I guy that's in my of those guys. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Mikey's the guy. But the thing is, is I can't count on Tank to be focused. Uh-huh. And that's a problem uh-huh. for me. Uh-huh. I love rooting for you yeah. because win, lose, or draw. I know that you're coming on the night with your A game. Yeah, yeah. I know that with your A effort. Yeah. Put it like that. Yeah. You can never know because everybody's ever played any sport knows something. Yeah. Nice, man, I thought I trained. Yeah. I, I thought I had it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tonight wasn't the night. I don't yeah. even know what happened. Yeah. But your effort is always there. Yeah. Mikey Garcia, I have never seen Mikey Garcia not prepared for you know a fight. How they, you know how they say you learn more in a loss than you do in a win? Yes. My fight with Kell Brook, when I go back and I watch that fight, 
the, the effort was A, no doubt. Oh, no, we were at that. I was at that fight. Yeah. That's so the, the first time I ever saw you fight live. So the disconnect was was just the mental side of things and me not being, I, I just knew I was going to knock him out. And, so and that was, and that's what it looked like from the crowd. Yeah. It looked like you were committed to a knockout yeah. and he was committed to popping the jab. Yep. Yep. He, he, yep. Was, he was committed to one, not getting knocked out, with, but two to box. But check it out. Well, all the experience that I have, that never clicked to me. You know what I mean? This is, wow. this is what's crazy. So you go through that. And and I'm realizing like as I'm watching the fight, but I already knew it in my head after yes, I watched yes, the fight yes, in my head. Yes, yes, I'm watching yes. it and I'm like, it didn't click. And I was like, I can't allow that to happen anymore. Right. Then then that's how you take a step up, even though yeah. you lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Even though you lose, you no take doubt. a step up because you're able to realize something about yourself. And I was able to realize that about myself. And I've never I've never been back in that situation again because I've learned from it. Yeah, for sure. So when you talk about when you talk about Sean Porter fighting Errol Spence, you say, "Oh, well, Errol hasn't fought anyone. Errol's done this. Errol's done that. He's been so dominant, so on and so forth." You can be one hundred percent on his side, but I know from experience when when you say he hasn't been through this and he hasn't been through that, exactly what he hasn't been through because I've been through it. I've been through certain situations Uh that he hasn't been in, and uh, it'll, it'll show up on fight night. Wow, <laughs> it's going down. It makes it fun, doesn't it? Now, here's another thing. I want. We ain't gonna keep you all night, but another thing that I wanted to cover is you fought in amateurs at a much higher weight. Yeah. What What was that? What What explain that situation if you can? I fought. Um, I fought in the amateurs at 165 pounds, and um, so from the age of 17 to 21, I fought at 165 pounds. So 17, I'm a junior in high school, right. and I'm playing football. So ah, I had, I had football weight. Here. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like if okay, I had pictures okay. in front of you right now, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so I was, I, I had, I had a lot of um, muscle mass, and my dad didn't want. So when you fight in tournaments, you gotta, you gotta lose that weight and hold that weight off for the entire week of that tournament. Jeez. You get, you know, a couple weeks break, and then you onto so, the, so to the regional. 15, 20 and pounds is not realistic. My dad's like, no, you're not gonna do that. He says you can fight there, so that's where you're gonna fight at. So when we turn pro. I thought I was gonna be fighting at 160 pounds or 168. Right, makes sense to me. My dad, that's the blessing of having your dad. He understands that at, in the professional ranks you can't do that. These guys are coming back to the ring at 180 pounds, right. 190 pounds. Right. Mm-hmm. You, this is your walking around weight. There's doesn't make sense work. for you to do yeah. that. Yeah. So we slowly started to pull the weight down to 154 pounds, and then my dad at that point, um, Mayweather was extremely hot. Right. Floyd was was hot coming up to forty seven was was hot. Right, he was still like, forty seven. The hot, he was still, the hot weight. Yeah, he was still like thirty five and forty move, um, yep, coming up, yep. and it was the hot division. Hot division. And, and, Manny and, came uh, up, and my dad was like, "If we can make this weight, this is where you gonna. This, this is where you're gonna become a champion." Uh-huh. And um, I wasn't sold on it at all. I mean, I'm 165 pounds, 170 pounds. Wow. And playing in shape, football. 165, yeah, yeah playing yeah. football. I'm like, there's no way, you know. So we really uh, just. Um, tested myself, really uh, challenged myself, and once I found out I could make the weight, it was just a matter of how how you do this in a healthy way. And lo and behold, now I don't even look the same as I did in high school. Wow, um, I'm actually smaller than I was in high school. Um, <laughs> Not many people it, say that. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. And it, and it works for me, you know. So my dad is um, he's definitely uh, I told him the other day I came to the gym. This was um, this was uh, like the week after my fight. I came to the gym and um, no, no, excuse me, this was the week 
of my fight. I came to the gym just before we came to LA and he's and I told him it's the first thing I said to him when I said I said, Yo, I got a new name for you. He said, Oh yeah, what's that? So right now we call him KP the boss. Mm-hmm. And because he's always been the boss. Right. So um and the KP just goes where it is. So I, I looked at him and it was it was kind of a joke, but I said, um, I'm calling you the maestro. And, uh, and, and he, he smiled. He was like, what? And then my other coach next to me, he said, oh, that makes sense. I said, you orchestrating everything, man. You always have, mm-hmm. you know, and this is how we operate, you know. He lays it down on the paper and then I put it, I put it out in the ring, man. So, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it been is. great. It really has been great. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Now, Along those lines, let me answer his last question. Oh, sorry, because I didn't sorry, even. Because what I'm gonna say is, I didn't even know about that. Oh, uh, no. That yeah, option, yeah, I yeah. didn't know about the option. If, if I were to relinquish my title, move up a weight class, that uh, I would have a, a media opportunity to fight for a championship. Um, grateful for that. That that sounds like a good deal to me, right? Um, but we stand at 47. Uh, we got a little bit more work to do down here. I mean, this is a lot, it's a lot of work. Lot yeah, of work. yeah, yeah, It's yeah, a lot yeah, of work. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. great fights to be yeah, made man. with you at 47. A lot of great fights. Not man. even just one. That's a, And there's not many divisions. You know what I've realized recently, and it's it's been a very difficult realization, and I'm going to exaggerate here, but honestly, when you watch all these fights and you watch everybody fight, guys, most of the fights are totally lopsided. It's only every blue moon that you get fights that are actually competitive, right? competitive fights yeah. that, that have parity. Most fights, either a guy isn't where he should be, uh, isn't isn't where the other guy is at the time, or it's too soon, it's too late, it's this, it's that. Very rarely do you get guys fighting in their prime that are good fights. Yeah, I would venture to say there's really only three to five good fighters in every division. And and really? and I, think about it. Now, forty seven may be the anomaly, mm-hmm. but if you actually start lining them up. In the middleweight division, they're talking about this kid, Jaime Munguia, talking about how he wants to fight Canelo and Triple G. You know how far the distance is between a Jaime Munguia and yeah, a Gennady yeah. Golovkin? Yeah, yeah. The old Gennady. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, like, just like now, we're watching at 47, we're watching Manny Pacquiao still be effective right. because of his greatness, his prior greatness. And that ain't smoking mirrors. No, that's yeah. that's how much ahead of the pack that he was. Yes, you know, and yes. and and fights against young bulls that he's still in there junking them. Yeah, but here's the cool part about it, and and I get what you're saying, but I mean, let's let's look at it like this: when um when there's a there's there's a there's a there's a class in law school, how many of those those kids graduate? And, and get that that law degree. Right. What I can tell you, out is of those guys out, that get that law degree, what one of them's the the number one guy. In, in, one of them's in, the partner. Yeah, right. one, one of them's the number one guy in in the, the yeah. top of the class. And yes, you have everybody that's you know a little bit further down the line. The same thing goes with boxing. You know, outside of the welterweight division, where right now we literally have skills, power, yeah. talent reflexes the whole speed quickness the whole nine mm-hmm. and it's just a bunch of us but in every other way class you know everybody else is you know there's one doctor that's, you know? that's, there's, there's only there's, one in town there's one graduate and get that medical degree everybody uh, else it. is a little bit further down the, the totem pole that's it that's i mean we, we look at we look at the heavyweights we got aj who in my opinion is like leaps and bounds ahead of the rest of the, the party uh, you got Wilder, who's got that thunder in his hand, so anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Fury. Tyson Fury, who's still, I think, acclimating to his body, getting back in shape. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And your boy um, Usyk. 
and now you have Usyk up there. Usyk's gonna move up. Yeah, yeah. They said he's moving up. Usyk's he's, gonna he's move supposed up to fight. He's, he's supposed to fight Chisora, I do believe. No, he's gonna uh, beat everybody. Takam, Takam, Takam. Yeah, he's gonna beat everybody. Do you think I he's think, great? He's a great yeah. fighter. He, he just needs fighter. to be I don't bigger. Think he can beat yeah. Anthony Joshua. Yeah. I don't think he can beat Joshua. So, um, Andre Ward fought at 178 pounds in the Olympic Games, mm-hmm. gold medal. Everybody was bigger than him. He was he was you know eating to make weight every day because right. he was a, naturally a 165 pound fighter. Right. Um, but he he moved up because you know the other guy uh, Andre Durrell was one sixty five. He didn't want to he didn't want to mess that up. Mm-hmm. He moves up to one seventy eight and he's beating everybody. It was like, well, okay, he's everybody's bigger than him. How's he winning? He's quicker than everybody. If he's not yeah. quicker than you, he's faster than you. Mm-hmm. If he's not faster than you, his boxing IQ is so much better than right. yours that you can't touch him. And Dre's a move. special dude, yeah. And, yeah. and Usyk, along with that unification, has traces of that. Yeah, so a lot so like I'm, just, Defo- I'm just saying that. Yeah, yeah. and Evander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes. I'm just saying that but he has the makeup and everything to, that it for takes the ability to, to, to do beat it. those guys one way or another. Yeah, herein lies the problem. Heavyweights now are giants. Yes. Yeah. Now, if you don't get hit, then that changes. You know, <laughs> then it, if you're quick enough so that you don't get hit, obviously that's not a problem. Right. But you're talking about Anthony Joshua stepping into the ring at 260, 254. Is he a pig? Yes. Ooh, that boy is big as a house. <laughs> yeah, he big. Uh, that, that, this is, that's a grown man out yeah. there, Jack. Yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah, a big yeah, fella. Yeah. With the skills. And and with the skills to pay the bills. But he's, he's slow. I said it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's slower than most uh, than some heavyweights. But he's yeah, not he's slow. Slow. He's slower yeah. than some heavyweights. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. slower than Usyk, I would yeah. say. But he's yeah. not slow. Yeah. Yeah. I would even say he's slower than Wilder. But he's not slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's sound. And fundamentally sound. Yeah, he's very And that's what it's about. And he's not as stiff as you would think somebody so muscle-bound would be. Yeah. Surprisingly. Not like a Frank Bruno. Now, Tyson Fury is completely loose. Yeah. Go ahead. But he has no thumb. But what Frank Bruno back in the day, you know, he's another British fighter, but he was very, very stiff. He was ripped up and he was very stiff. Super ripped. Yeah, he was super ripped, but he could never, when he fought Mike, you know, when yeah, he fought Mike yeah, Tyson, yeah, yeah. he couldn't even really move. He wasn't I, limber at all. I got a feeling the what's weight, or excuse me, the heavyweight division is going to start, it's going to start to transition like like we've seen in basketball where these centers can now, they can step back behind the arc and shoot them threes. Mm-hmm. You, you think know? speed's going to be more of a factor I now? I think speed is going to be more of a factor. I think guys are going to be looser than we've seen them in a mm-hmm. long time. A lot like, you know, Holyfield was loose. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, Riddick Bowe was loose. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The, yeah. the list yeah. goes yeah. on yeah. from yeah. there. Obviously, yeah. we know Muhammad Ali was loose. Right. The loose. Yeah. We kind of went through a stage now where, where they got tight and guys you yeah. know Larry just, Holmes was loose Larry just, Holmes just, was loose. just straight Fluid. one two and that's how I yeah. knock you out you know but now I think guys are going to start you know that boxing um, mentality is start to kind of come is going to come back now well sticking there I want to cover one final thing uh, again like I said I want to wear you out but one final thing there's a serious problem there's two problems in boxing and in all combat sports uh, one of them and that we've for the, forever every boxer that comes on we talk about this why in the world can't boxers figure out a way? Obviously, you have to keep a close eye on your purse because boxing is known like the music industry for snatching your money. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many gyms that I've gone and trained in where I'll see this ex-champion or this guy come in. I'll be like, wow. Unreal. It's yeah. unreal. It's unreal. And and the guy and the guy is literally sad too. I, it's, it's very sad. I mean, I can't tell you how many he can tell I mean, you how many I'm times. I'm closer to the to the sport and the situation than you are. You yes, know? Mm-hmm. yes, yeah. yes. I can He can tell you how many times I've called him and be like, "You never guess who I was. Who like came up to me while I was on the bag today? Yeah, and was was hurt. And I, was was hurting out there financially. I stand firm on uh on what I believe. I believe boxers are smarter than they've ever been. I believe that boxers are actually different. Being treated more fair than they've ever been treated. Okay, but, but I think boxers now they know to watch their purse and who's getting what, and and what and what those percentages mean, 
And um, right, knowing I, where I'm, your money goes. I'm still not sure about the taxes. I don't know who paying their taxes out there, <laughs> but I think they get smart on that. On that too, I think that's so, every. That's yeah. not even just. That's not even just boxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the I thing is, people in this room, it's about that union. You know, it's so about that this is where we were union. going. Yeah, the union is about is about combat sports are the only major sport without a union. Mm-hmm. It's all. It's totally and completely every man for himself. Yeah, it's still. It's still. We coming out of the Stone Age, but in terms of sports, combat sports is in the Stone Age. You know, we we we're the last to do everything. You know, now you see boxers just now getting strength and conditioning coaches. How long has that yes. been in every yes. other sport? Yeah. You know, um, and, and the list goes on from there. I think that you talking a union. We're we're a long way from a union because um, everybody is still active. You know, from I'm I don't really want to name drop, but all of the promoters and managers that um, have brought boxing to where it is now, they're right. still they're still active and they're still they're still working and they don't want to change anything. Right, the good old boy network. Right, yeah. and and, they don't want to change. And to them, anything. since they're not taking punches, the system ain't broke. Yeah, and the system ain't broke. But so if, no I think eventually it. something like that will happen. I know uh, the WBC, they, they're they steadily trying to change things to make the sport better. I, I really, and, I like Maurizio. Yeah. And, and I like with him, his brother, yeah. his yeah. late father, so they are. They, they have, um, and, and his father was yeah, really the one that started man. off. Yeah, you know, his father they, was the man. They developed a blueprint, a way to affect boxing in a positive way. And I know, I know, that they, I know personally that they're doing things to make the sport better and better and better. Now, if I were to come to them talking to them about a union, if they do understand what I'm talking about, are they willing to make that change? Or are they willing to do the things that that, that are needed to implement that kind of change? Right, right now, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying the WBC specifically, but I'm saying right now, boxing. I don't think boxing is going to want to make that move, make that change. All right, and then the second piece is something that's all over the news right now. And you can't get away from boxing it. news. You, all over the boxing yeah, news. Yeah, I thought that is, was first. Is that? Is that, <laughs> is that yeah, it's very disappointing. Yeah. Is that Big Baby is uh, is is still testing positive for stuff. <laughs> I just, just tested him a few minutes yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, just, oh, man, yeah, yeah. I got a hold of test the sample. Test me now. <laughs> test me now. Come on, man. <laughs> You're dirty. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and this guy. I mean, it's terrible because this guy blew it, was, it. I looked up and it was four tests. Oh my God. <laughs> Test me down. <laughs> like, yo, bro, at least, at least take the masking agent. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. Can I get one clean? Can yeah. I get one clean test? No. Can you have your brother take the piss test? Or yeah. something? Guess somebody else do something. How you gonna dispute the one you disputed? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a contradiction. Now you contradicting yourself. Come on, bro. Come on. And now, now we had the, the heavyweight champ green belt holder was here. Uh, Deontay Wilder was called in. And we're gonna play you what he said about juicing because he had a situation where he had three mm-hmm. opponents in a row got yep. caught juicing. Yep. And honestly, I felt like, and I told him, I really felt like it stunted his growth as a fighter, it as did. a boxer. Yeah. It did, yeah. Because he could get the rounds that he needed to, yeah. to learn stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've seen him do better in these last few you want to play the play the 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 clip oh man that's supposed to be queued up already that's my bad i didn't tell him i just threw, it at, threw him a curveball and hey, what y'all doing y'all just sit there and watch <laughs> wow. no, ernie, ernie runs Warriors. the sound yeah. <laughs> hey. high pressure to porter white <laughs> 12 rounds Hey, hey, listen, man Listen, my dad said Be, be professional Everything you do Everywhere you yeah, go And I ain't mad at y'all at all But I'm like, hold on now You supposed to have a job You just got the headphones on That's my bad I, yeah. didn't, I didn't tell him But it is pretty easy to find So They should Gee, that's what I think I think they should they get should a, loss a loss on their record yeah. Now, what, what can we do To ensure these individuals Are being clean? 
Well, now, now y'all bring a good, a good point about the put the loss on the record. I ain't thought about that one. Now that 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 one is a good one right there. I think they should they should do that. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a talk. I'm a see. Can I put that in consideration and put it in somebody's ear for that one? Now they should be on because a lot of them try to protect their records and, and try to but they use their PED to, to get a boost. You know what I mean? They wanna what they wanna do is they wanna use and then they wanna use and abuse because you definitely abuse your body doing this stuff and then after they win, they wanna look themselves in the mirror and say, I did it. Right. I'm a champion. So that was that was the clip that we had before he finally Got a string of fights where he could actually fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was supposed to fight. Uh, King Kong Ortiz. No, uh, yeah, there was, was that Ortiz. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Then he had to test. And then he had to, then he test clean to fight him. Then he had to test clean to fight him about six, seven wow, months after the right. fight. I forgot yeah. that he tested positive. Ortiz yeah. tested yeah. positive. Yeah. He had a couple uh, Russian guys. Um, yep, Pravnik, uh, Pravnik, Pravnik, Pavetkin, 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 yeah. Pavetkin tested. And then another, and then another yeah. one. Yeah. And then another one. Yeah. He had about three guys in a row that it fell off on the test. Now it seems as though with the forty-seven. Uh, level, thank God we haven't seen any major, yeah, you know, guys jump yeah. out. It seems like all of you guys have a respect for each other. Yeah, you, Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman, Earl Spence. Uh, it's, I mean, the most tested man maybe in history, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, everybody uh, seems to have that sort of respect. But uh, as a parting, just a little piece. What's your stance on the on the performance enhancing, and and what do you think is the proper punishment or should be done? I got tested seven times between the announcement of my fight against uh, Danny Garcia and the time that we fought. And then if you include the night that we fought, I got tested nine times. Wow. So, so that's, that's blood and urine? That, um, the seven times during, during the course of camp, I think it was blood probably five times, five or six times. That's a lot of blood. And then, and then urine every time. No, no, nah, nah, it, it was the urine. That was the... <laughs> Wearing yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get that out. But, um, man, it's, it's tough because from me... From my perspective, I don't understand it. I don't understand what it that mindset mm. that I need this to be better right. or I need this to be right. stronger or, or or whatever. I do, I just I don't know that mindset. Right. So I don't know what what pushes a guy to feel the need to take it to do it. Um, and I really don't know what 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 actually enhances when you when you do take it. You know what I mean. So for me, I just I can't relate to it. So right. when I can't relate to it, when I don't understand it, it's got to go. Yeah. You know, so the reason why they have us in the pool for random drug testing is so that they make sure that we're clean year round and we're not testing anything that and then you excuse me, using anything and then using something else to mask what we're using. Well, you know, this so, is a situation that came up with Canelo and Golovkin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I but I do when see when you mentioned that the welterweight division hasn't had any problems. But then you take a look at the, the heavyweight division. Yeah, I think that middleweight, the middleweight division, heavyweight division. Yeah, there's you know what I mean? There's, yeah, there's a I lot think, of. A lot of divisions, really. The, the, matter of fact, I would go out to say that that the, the welterweight division may be the only division that I can think of where right. I can't think of anybody that's been juicing. So, so if we talk um, repercussions for doing things like that, it's, it's got to be it's got to be something that's going to hurt you. It's got to be something that's going to hurt something your po- really sacrificial. something that's going to hurt your pockets, right? Something that's going to going to hurt your, uh, your 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 t- integrity is already hurt, right? Oh, because, shot because you're doing I mean, it yourself. Ba- I, I think yeah. Big Baby's out the league. Yeah. I don't even yeah. think that. I don't think he'll get more. Somebody said that. Somebody said should you should, should it be a a, a band. Uh, Freddie Roach. A, Freddie Roach said it should band. be a lifetime band. Yeah. Somebody said it should be an in, indefinite band. I think that that depends on. I mean, I guess what you're taking, maybe. Right. You know what I mean? It sounds like he took everything. Yeah. I mean, he, took everything. <laughs> like, man, he got a value. Back. Steroid I, value yeah. back. Yeah, I mean, I really don't. I think maybe that should be the thing. Mm-hmm. I think maybe they 
maybe you don't uh suspend uh ba- big baby indefinitely but you make it known that whoever tests net the next person that takes that's it positive, <laughs> you're 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 suspended indefinitely you got to find another yeah. profession yeah you got to find another pr- profession because, because then the heavyweight now, now that brings the understanding that yo, if I do this, this is more than just uh, I tested positive, right. And I'm out for a year, but you know, I get out of the fight that I didn't really want to have in the first place. You know, it's true, right? Yeah. Then there's that. Now and then and then to to tag along with that, how hard is it? Because the number one drag everybody likes to run is oh, I took it and I didn't know. Is it hard to get a hold of somebody to find out? You know what? I don't know about this. You know, I don't know about this. Uh, and I don't know who I can call. Yeah. When we when we sign up for this stuff, believe it or not, they give us every way possible, every way possible uh, to not test positive. It's not like they're really? setting us up for failure. Mm-hmm. They know, really we, are setting you yeah, up for success. So the, so yeah, they're setting us up for, for success. Setting us up for failure will be, okay, you're in a random pool and we're, we'll tell you you won't know. We'll until give you I, a call. We'll, we'll knock yeah, on the door. We'll, we'll knock on the door. Right. That's setting us up for failure, but they set us up for success. They give us a list of things that we can take, a list of things that we can't take. Oh, and guess what? If you have any questions, here's my number. Wow. Wow. You don't you don't have the number to the guy that just came to test you. Oh wait, you have his number because he has to make sure that you're home. Right. You don't you don't have the number to the president mm-hmm. that sets you up with oh wait, you do because guess what? They want the fights to go on. Right. They want to make sure you're right. successful. Right. They don't want to they're not setting you up for for, for failure. Right. You know? So anytime a guy says I didn't know what I was taking, he's lying. Uh any guy that says, Well, my my uh my conditioning coach gave me this and, and he's the he's the they one to blame. That. Oh, guess what? You're looking for someone else to blame. Right, you, we're grown men. We ain't put yeah. nothing in our mouth that we don't that don't right. taste professional, good. Professional <laughs> yeah. athletes, yeah, yeah. We, we ain't put nothing in our mouth that we can't identify. Yeah, this is your livelihood, you know. Yeah. So anytime you hear that, man, it's 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 a bunch of bull. Um, unfortunate what happened to Big Baby because I was rocking with him. Were you? I was rocking with him for the simple fact that I'm 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 really patriotic. I see you know? Yeah, you I'm wanted really, him. You wanted I'm him. really patriotic. You know, when, if you talk about Cleveland, that. say nothing but good things. You know, <laughs> if you talk about my Browns, you better smile after you say something. You know, and then if it's another guy coming to the U.S. to 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 fight one of my guys, I'm 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 rocking behind my guy no matter what. You know, so and you can I, respect that. Yeah. So. So he he hurt not only himself his his pockets his family he hurt his pockets he, yeah, yeah he, he, hurt he his may country, have generationally you know? hurt yeah, his he hurt pockets yeah. too because in and real life sport. that's the worst part the about sport. it and you hurt the sport you hurt the game yeah you hurt the, you game. Hurt the game yeah because in in real life even if he would have just had a decent show he could have went in there and got knocked out yeah he would still get more fights yeah there's still enough yeah. he had, had built enough name in the heavyweight division yep. so that there was still fights to be made yep. for him not only to make whatever money he was going to make for that fight yeah. now he's always going to have a cloud over his head of him being dirty even if he is it, clean even if he is clean even yeah. if he is clean the fact that he tested I, I found out that he tested positive during during in, in his kickboxing or whatever yes. that was that he yes. was in. for the same thing I think that that should now you should be banned. You know, yeah. I mean you're committed to it now. Yeah. Yeah. You, this is you, you committed. It. <laughs> there yeah. it is. I see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, dis- <laughs> he, I, I, he disputed the dispute. I saw. I'm, that's what I'm with. That was too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you where he went too far. He went too far on the Jesse Smollett tip, in my opinion. Oh, did you he? know what he did? Yeah, because his manager came out and said, "Watch, this is racist." 
Oh, he tried to play the oh, race wow. card. They tried, he tried to play the race card. Wow. His manager came out and said, watch, you guys are going to see when we get vindicated that this whole thing was now, a big race. Now, his manager can't come no. out and recant. Manager didn't know no. what was going on. Manager's like, yo, if you, if you tell him me. With you yeah, yeah. You yeah. saw what Eddie Hearn said? No. Eddie Hearn, Eddie Hearn revealed text messages. He said he actually wanted to give, just like you were saying, the promoters want the fight to go on. Eddie Hearn ain't getting paid for anything. Joshua right. to not fight. Right. And so he goes, uh, he said, he said, he said he revealed the text messages because he said he wanted to believe uh, Jarrell. Uh-huh. And he said that. What the, he said, said the way he said it, though. He said, he said hey, hey, mate, listen, I bloody wanted to believe the man, yeah? He was like, I'm putting it on my kids and everything, you know? I promise you I never would do something like this, you know? <laughs> and, then he, and then he went and then he went hard on the expletives he was like Eddie Hearn seems like he's personally but he, Eddie Hearn why would like, they why would like they want the fight to still go on that's not fair to AJ no he didn't want the fight to go on he's saying that he gave him the, the benefit of the doubt mm. because the big baby hit him and was right. like no 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 this is a big misunderstanding the baby, baby please you're gonna see when, when, yeah, when you go, when you, you're gonna see when the second sample comes in <laughs> it's gonna be dirty it's, <laughs> sorry I'm I don't at, know about the I'm fifth at, one I'm at the third sample <laughs> right oh, it's right. gonna be dirty hey, uh, look, 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 look. Look, look, he's like hey man which one I get you which one is that wait a minute that wasn't even mine that wasn't even mine I don't know sample, man hey listen man I'm gonna be on Fox tomorrow I gotta get my hair done, so y'all gotta. Let there me go. it is, oh, Wait, fellas. I come back tomorrow. No, it's no. love. It's love, man. You're doing your work. We leave. We always. Uh, we uh, want to say, man. Thank you for coming by, yeah, brother. Man. We appreciate yeah. it. you. Are, you Absolute are family pleasure, in the man. ozone. We're Absolute always rooting pleasure. for you. Thank you. Uh, we're gonna leave with a quote, and it is from uh, a fellow named Bill Bailey, and it is: "In unity, there is strength. We can move mountains when we're united and enjoy life. Without unity, we are victims." Stay united, folks. We're all in this thing together. Prayers up for the family and the people out in uh, Sri Lanka and all over the world who are who are suffering these just despicable, cowardly acts of attacking people while they're worshiping. Don't get much weaker than that. But we are truly all in this thing together. When you get time, say hey to Sean Showtime for it. He's yeah. here for the people, folks, and he's the champ. This is the Ozone. Ozone. I'm living the dream. I'm in love with the lights.